Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 23. I cannot believe that we are so close to the end of 2017. When did this happen? But this is actually going to be my last podcast for this year, for 2017, because I do have some travel coming up. I'm actually leaving this weekend to fly to California to be with my mom and her husband, as well as my sister, for Christmas. And then my sister and I are flying to Arizona to be with my dad and his wife and then his side of the family for the latter part of Christmas. So I have a lot of travel coming up and I'm not planning on bringing my microphone (laughs) with me to podcast. So it's pretty nuts to think that I had 23 podcasts go up this year and I just started That Smart Hustle in July of this year, actually. It was right around the time when the Hustle Smarter, Not Harder webinar series came out. So that is just, oh my gosh, that's just mind-boggling to me that in pretty much six months, I was able to put 23 podcasts out there. So I really hope that you guys have been enjoying them. I've had a lot of fun doing them. I It's just crazy because I come on here and I start talking and then I kind of get into my flow. And when I listen back to some of the podcasts, especially when I'm editing them in GarageBand, I'm like, wow, that was actually kind of insightful or you know, I wonder where I pull some of this this information from and some of these thoughts from. So I really hope you guys have enjoyed listening to the podcast as much as I've enjoyed making them because it is really fun and it's something I definitely will continue to do in 2018. So since the year is coming to an end, I have been focusing a lot on reflection and getting ready for 2018. I think a lot of us are kind of in that mode right now, or maybe not, maybe it's just me. So I know there are some people who like to relax around the holidays and you know do their Christmas shopping and drink hot cocoa by the fire and watch Christmas movies and just kind of relax and sort of revel in that year's accomplishments and all of the things that they've achieved. And while I have done this and I am watching Christmas movies, I am still hustling like a crazy person because I do have quite a few projects that I'm trying to wrap up for the end of this year for 2017. And I do have my brand new coaching program for writers called Valiance launching January 15th of next year. So I'm really using this time and this month, you know, when everyone's kind of just going shopping and laughing and enjoying themselves and, you know, going to holiday parties. I'm not doing any of that. I'm sitting there at my computer, making sure that everything is all set up and ready to go for next year. 
I guess I shouldn't say that I'm not doing any of those things. It's really these first two and a half weeks of December, I've been hustling like crazy. And then the last two weeks of December is when I will be able to relax because I'll be traveling and I will be with my family. So I do need to rest and recharge. But what I want to talk about today is planning and setting yourself up for success for the new year. So this is a topic that I get asked about a lot, and I thought it would be fun to make a podcast on it because, honestly, to make a YouTube video on this would sort of be encroaching in my personal space because a lot of the goals that I do have are more personal related, like things that I see for my lifetime and the vision that I have for my life. So I'm open to sharing some of that with all of you, but there are pieces of it that are you know, they're special to me and they're private to me. And I feel like if I were to actually show my notebooks and my journals and my planner with all the things I have written in it, I feel like that kind of, again, encroaches on my personal space. So that's why I'm choosing to do this in a podcast episode versus a YouTube video. So there are three major things that I do in the month of December in order to plan for the next year. And the first one involves reflecting and journaling. And there are three prompts, I guess you can say, that I use when I am reflecting over the year and also starting to set up for the next year. When I'm reflecting over the past year, I like to write down things like my accomplishments, the events that I went to. You know, I'll kind of look back at some of my journal entries and see how I was feeling most days, you know, kind of an average feeling if I was happy, if I was stressed out, if I was overwhelmed, or if I was just, you know, bursting with joy. So I'll take that information and sort of write a recap for the year. And I'll also look at the beginning of my journal because at the beginning of my journal, so I have a new journal for every single year. And at the beginning, I always write down one focus word. So I went and looked at my 2017 focus word. I'd actually kind of forgotten about it. And the word I had chosen was revival. And I thought this was really cool as I was reflecting through journal entries and just kind of thinking about the things that have happened over this year. And it's really, it's really neat, (laughs) actually, because what I wanted was to sort of revive certain portions of my life or sections of my life that I feel like I hadn't been paying enough attention to, that I had been neglecting. And when I look at my life now, I realize that I actually did that. I kept with my theme and I revived these certain areas and portions of my life where I really felt like I was neglecting them in 2016. So a big, a big part of my life that I really focused on this year, focused on reviving, was just the personal development, self-love, self-care, and I feel like health kind of falls into that category as well. So I journal daily. I started meditating on a very regular basis. I started making my own green juices. I took Denali for so many walks. I went for runs. I went upstairs to work out. I went to the gym to work out. I did yoga. I did Jillian Michaels, you know, little home DVD workouts. That personal development and self-care piece was really a huge part of my life that I was missing in 2016. And I feel like I totally revived that in 2017. I brought it back to the surface. I put my focus on it and I kept reviving other pieces of my life. It's amazing when you take care of yourself and you start prioritizing yourself and your needs what really comes out of that and you realize what you need to be paying attention to and you are able to prioritize better because 
you're prioritizing yourself. I don't even know if that makes sense, but when you prioritize yourself, the things that you need to prioritize around you become really, really crystal clear. So choosing a focus word for the year, I really think will do you wonders. And if you can put that up on, you know, write it in a dry erase uh, marker on your mirror or make it the background on your phone or just put it somewhere where you're going to see it every day. That's something that I should have done this year. Just, you know, keep that word revival in front of me so that I could focus on it at all times. And remember that was sort of the theme for the year. If you can do that so you're able to see it, I feel like it'll be easier to stick to it and your actions and the things that you decide to do every day are going to revolve around that theme. Picking a word is very important. And also I have decided that my word for 2018 is going to be abundance. And I really like this word. I'm really vibing with it. I just, I've been doing so much work on myself and my money stories and kind of like my just my financial mindset and also my success mindset, you know, how I define success. But I found that in 2017, especially the earlier part of 2017, I was still sitting in this sort of space of lack or this fear of there not being enough. And what I've learned through reading personal development books and journaling and meditating is that there is more than enough of everything out there for everybody. There is so much out there in the universe. The universe is abundant and you deserve abundance. Your birthright is abundance. So that is why I'm choosing abundance as my word for 2018 because again, I'm really vibing with it and I want 2018 to be my most abundant year yet in all categories. Okay, so now let's talk about the journal part. I know I just said we were going to talk about journaling and then I skipped I skipped ahead once again to talk about my word of the year for 2018, but journaling. Okay, so what I like to do is I like to have my own, you know, I have my separate journal for each year and there are three things that I like to write or journal about when I'm setting myself up for the next year. The first thing I will write down is a journal entry that entails what I want my day-to-day to look like in the next year. And it's not going to be, you know, my every day-to-day, but just my average, kind of my normal day-to-day when I'm not traveling and I don't have an event or something that I need to go to. What do I want my days to feel like? What do I want them to consist of? What am I doing? What am I wearing? Who am I talking to? What are my relationships like? And I get really, really specific with this down to the type of coffee or tea that I'm drinking, exactly what shade of lipstick I'm wearing. I mean, I get super specific. You don't have to, but I found the more specific I am with these visions, then the more likely they are to come to life because then I will go out and buy that shade of lipstick or I will go out and buy that new outfit or I will make sure I have my little K-cup pods in that specific flavor or the creamer in that flavor for my coffee. In my opinion, the more specific, the better. So I'll write down my day-to-day. That is my first journal entry for what I want each day to look like in 2018. Then I'll skip to a fresh blank page and I will focus on something a little bit bigger, which is, what do I want my year to look like? So the whole next year, what do I want it to look like? What types of things do I want to be doing? And I like to break this down by quarters to make it more manageable. So, you know, for the first three months of the year, maybe I'll be focused on really hustling, getting certain projects done. And then maybe the next three months is going to be more of a time for me to rest and relax and rejuvenate. 
you know, and then the next three months may be another sort of hustle season, or maybe it's just going to be another relaxing season, but I'll write down all of the things I want to do, all of the things I want to achieve, how I want to feel throughout the year. And again, I'll be very specific about all of these things. So that's the second journal entry. And then the third journal entry is a really big journal entry. And this is what you envision for your life, just what you see for your whole entire life. Again, same kind of content, except for a lifetime, you may be more focused on where you're living. If you're living in a house, an apartment, a condo, if it's overlooking the beach, if you live in the mountains, if you're traveling every other month, if you're married or have a family or just all of those things that you think about for your lifetime. When you envision your life, that big picture, you know, 30 years from now, where do you see yourself? What are you doing? Who is surrounding you? And how do you feel? And the reason why I like to do this every single year is because I found that my vision for my life changes slightly. There are specific details that I thought I wanted the previous year. And when I sit down to write my new entry, I find that there are just these details that are just tweaked a little bit, or they're a little bit different than what I thought they were going to be. And this makes sense, right? Because we are evolving and we are growing. We're on this personal development, this spiritual journey. So as we grow and evolve, of course, our vision is going to shift a little bit. Of course, things are going to change. If they weren't changing, that's that's a bad sign. That means that you're stagnant, that you're not growing, you're not evolving. You are stuck in one place and your vision is remaining the same. Now, your overarching vision, like that really big picture that overarching, you know, maybe what you want to be actually doing with your life, that may not change or it might, because I feel like once you figure out your passion and what you really want to do, that tends to stick with you through the rest of your life. And you have this vision and this goal for yourself, but little pieces of that vision may change every here and there. And that is perfectly normal. So it's really nice to be able to write these things down every single year because then you have sort of a time capsule and you can go back and look back on the previous years and see what you wanted then compared to what you wanted now. And it's really nice to sort of be able to analyze the differences and to sort of, I guess, understand where the shift happened or what part of your growth journey ignited that change, if you will. Those are the three journal entries that I will write down for 2018. And then I will take out my planner. And right now I'm using an Erin Condren planner and I love it. And at the beginning of the pages, you can do this in the back as well, however your planner is set up, but find a blank page. And what I like to do is I like to write down in the middle, it's sort of like a tree diagram. So in the middle, I will write down today's date and I'll always write, you know, January 1st of the new year. So I'll write that down and then I will draw a square around it. You can draw a circle around it. If you like circles more, you can draw a heart around it. Do whatever makes you happy. But then from that square, I will branch off into four different directions. So it'll kind of go into, you know, a diagonal line to the left, a diagonal line to the right, and then a lower diagonal line to the left and a lower diagonal line to the right. In the bottom right-hand corner, I will write six months. In the top right-hand corner, I will write one year. In the top left corner, I will write lifetime. And in the bottom right corner, I will write three years. And again, this is another visualizing practice where I'm breaking it down into 
an actual visual tree. So I'll start in the bottom right corner at the six month mark and I'll write down all of the things that I hope to have achieved by six months from January 1st of the new year. I'll write down all those things. I'll even write down feelings, but I'll write down events I want to go to, places I want to travel to, what I want to be doing. And I'll repeat that and do the same thing for each section. So for one year, three years, and lifetime. And I know this seems somewhat redundant after doing the journal entries, but your journal entries were only your day-to-day, your one year, and your lifetime. That's all you journaled about. This little diagram or this map goes into more detail and it breaks it down a little bit further. So you can look six months ahead, you can look a year ahead, and then look three years ahead. I find that looking any more than three years ahead, like if you say, where do you see yourself in five to 10 years? I'm just like, uh, I don't know. (laughs) That's always my answer. Three years seems a little bit more practical, although it does still kind of, I don't know, make me panic a little bit. I'm very much someone who can see six months down the road and a year down the road, I can have more of a vision. And I guess three years, I can sort of have a better vision as to what I want my life to look like. But anything beyond three years, I'm like, well, that's really a toss up. It could be, it could be anything by that point. You know, it's like the possibilities are endless. So I'll write down that tree diagram. I'll make sure I fill that out. And I like to look at that every six months or really as often as possible. But I like to reflect on it and make adjustments every six months because that's more of a a life path. And it's kind of reminding me of what sort of milestones I want to hit throughout each of these time periods. And that also really helps to keep me on track. Like actually, it's really funny because... Earlier this year, for my one-year mark, I had written down that I wanted to hit a bestsellers list for any of my books. I wasn't even specific. I was like, I just want to hit a bestsellers list. And it's so crazy because that happened later on this year in my one-year mark. And I honestly feel like being able to look at that tree diagram and having written that down and you know, looking at it on a daily basis or at least a weekly basis and just kind of reminding myself of my goals and my targets and the things that I want for my life for those different time periods really helped me clarify my actions and what I needed to be prioritizing every single day. So those are the three major things I do to plan for 2018. So really it's a lot of visualizing and journaling, but again, I'll recap them for you. So the first one is to pick a focus word for the year. What is going to be your theme for that year? And make sure you pick a word that feels that feels right for that year and that feels good for you. And maybe something will happen during next year where that word suddenly doesn't fit anymore. And that's totally fine. You can change it. You can always change. You can always change all of this. It is your life. It's not, you know, these things are not set in stone. You can always change things as you're evolving and as you're growing and as things are happening. So like I just said, the first thing I do is pick a focus word for the year. The second thing I do is to pull out a fresh new journal and I'll write down my three journal entries. The first is what I want my everyday day-to-day to look like for next year. The second journal entry is what my vision is for that year. And then my third journal entry is what my vision is for my life, for my lifetime. And the third thing I do is to create my tree diagram where I write down what I want my life to look like in six months, one year, three years, and lifetime. And once you've created all of this, you will find that it is so much easier to plan out your days, your weeks, your months, your quarters, your whole year. It becomes so much easier because you have clarified 
exactly what you want your life to look like and how you want to feel every single day. So your to-do list will end up reflecting that. So that is all that I have for you guys for this podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave me a rating and a review on iTunes. And other than that, I want to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas if you celebrate it, as well as a very Happy New Year. And I will talk with you in 2018. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.